uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. Hello, everyone. It is the Corelcast, and I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me. We're going to be all over the place today. We're not in the studio. We're in my house, uh, which my house is in my studio. But I'm wondering about why we like to kill kids as humans, uh, because it appears there's a lot of kid killing going on. And I know that you think I am talking about Israel uh, and their attack on the Palestinians. And while that is true, that there is a whole lot of kid killing going on there, since 50% of the Gaza Strip is occupied by children. Uh, so of the numbers that you're hearing of people dead, it's kids. Uh, but I was thinking more locally about that. Now you're going to hear some noise in the background. That's because later in the show, we're going to launch a new segment called Things I Adore. And the first thing I'm going to show you is my Chef Wave nut milk maker. And it is currently self-cleaning itself as we speak, uh, which I'm going to show you all of that later. Uh, and we're going to talk about whether you're going to be blue for the holidays or not, because a lot of us are, and I have the numbers of how many of us, uh, and that's pretty shocking. But right now, I want to talk about kid killing, uh, because it appears that Israeli or Israelis aren't the only people that like to kill children. And I'm sorry if that sounds crass or callous, but at this point, either Bibi Netanyahu loves to kill children, or he's not aware that he's killing all these children. So, Bibi, if you're not aware, I'm telling you now, you're killing a ton of children. Please stop. Uh, however, in the United States, I read a story this morning uh, that nine Republican-led states, nine, nine, account for 70% of kids being kicked off Medicaid. Now, some of you don't know what Medicare, Medicaid, Medi-Cal, you don't know what that is. But Medicaid is state aid for your medical needs, okay? It is a subsidy from the state or a program for the state to provide health care for people who could not otherwise afford it. Now, I know that you think Obamacare was supposed to be doing that. This is part of Obamacare. And yes, that thing's going to town over there. I tell you in the segment that it's not, you know, uber quiet. You can hear that. So, this is Medicaid is for lower income families uh, who cannot afford health care, health care for their children, uh, for women, for men, for whatever, uh, will be granted by states through funds provided through Medicaid. But Republican governors have actually turned down the Medicaid money. So they can't expand the programs in their state and they have to cut some of the programs in their state. So children across America, children, are going without health care because of Republicans in nine Republican-led states. And it makes me wonder, why does the GOP hate children? And they do. Now, this is the party that doesn't want abortion to be legal. Okay, they want you to bring children into this world, whether you want to or not. So you would think a party that wants to bring children, that is making you bring children, will, will put you in jail if you try to terminate a pregnancy, will prosecute your doctor if you try to terminate a pregnancy. You would think, okay, 
that that party, the party that would force you to have a baby, would then say, once the baby is here, we're going to give it everything it needs. If you can't afford it, we're going to give it health care, we're going to give it schooling, we're going to give it clothing, we're going to give it school supplies. Fuck no. That is not what the GOP is about. They could give a rat's ass what happens to kids or parents once it's out of the womb. Okay? Because abortion is a divisive issue and that's all they care about. It could be anything. So long as it's a divisive issue, they would latch onto it. It's not about childcare. It's not about healthy children. It's not about more children in America. It's just about being able to win an election on an issue. And the proof is that in nine states, they are cutting children off of medical care and children will die because of it. Don't act like they won't. Don't act like, oh no, Corel, ultimately they'll get the care that, no, they won't. Okay, children will die. It's beeping and telling me it's done, by the way. Children will die because of their decision to cut Medicaid and to cut children off of Medicaid. And so you have to wonder how the GOP even remains a legitimate party. This is a party that will prosecute you for not having a baby, that will prosecute your doctor for trying to abort a baby, but will let children die without health care as health care sp spending in America reaches $4 trillion, with a T. That's more money than your brain can ever, ever comprehend. $4 trillion spent on healthcare, and they don't want poor families or poor children to be able to participate in that healthcare. You know, I'm very lucky. I am on disability and I am on Medicare. So I have uh, Optum Care. I have uh, uh, AARP Medicare Advantage uh, through Optum Care. And while it's not the greatest, there are still things that I either have to pay a lot of money for or that simply are not covered like my nose cream is not covered. I have to pay $150 for that through GoodRx and other things. At least I get emergent health care. They'd cover if I went into the hospital. Many drugs are covered. So I have health care and I have access to health care and brain scans and body scans and things. It may take me months to get approved, but I get them. Children that need it the most will not be getting the care they need because of the GOP and how this party can continue to win. How, you know, they hate children. The GOP hates children. That should just be their slogan. We hate children. If you're a gay child, we hate you. I mean, did you hear in Missouri, of all places, a cop ran into a gay bar? And I don't mean like on foot. He crashed his cruiser into a gay bar at closing time and arrest the owner for getting mad at him. Cops now have this fascist complex that you can't question them, you can't shout at them, you can't do anything. The owner was visibly upset with the cop running into his business. He goes downstairs and says, what the hell, what happened here? And the cop arrests him. And it's all on video, and the police still haven't released the guy. There's video that the guy never touched the cop, never harmed the cop, never resisted arrest, none of that, and yet the cop took him in. Because these people hate everybody. They hate children, they hate trans children, gay children, they hate children that might be, you know, omnisexual or whatever, how are, androgynous, uh, you know, kids that are, you know, somewhere on the line of gender non-binary, they hate them. 
They hate kids that would go to a drag queen story hour because they let people with guns show up at them. And they hate kids enough to where they won't even cover them with health care once they insist that they're born. If a poor woman is made to have a child because she you know, can't have an abortion, once that child is born, the GOP has no responsibility for its health care upbringing at all. That's who these people are. And we need to be very, very clear about that. They hate children. They are not Christian. I asked a member of the GOP the other day who was rallying on about the Jews. I said, well, you know, you're a Jew. And they said, I am not a Jew. I am a Christian. I said, all Christians are Jews. And they were like, no, they're not. I said, Jesus was born a Palestinian Jew. He was raised a Jew. You guys broke off from regular Judaism because you wanted to worship him as the son of God. But you're still under the Jewish umbrella. They argued with me. Because they don't care about facts, they don't care about you, and they don't care about children. So remember, it's not only the Israelis government that is killing children. It is the GOP, the American government, through limiting access to health care in the richest health care country in the world, a health care system that allegedly is the envy of the world, and we tell our own citizens that no, you and your children can't participate because you can't afford it and we're not going to help you out. That's just sad. Speaking of sad, are you happy or sad this holiday season? Are you surrounded with lots of family or are you alone? I've got the numbers about all that and we're going to talk about it when I come back. And then we're going to go into the kitchen and show you one of the things I adore. And the things I adore list is at reallycorel.com. There's only one thing on it. I'm going to build it out. But if you go there right now and click on things I adore, you'll be able to get what I'm going to talk about today. And I'll even get a little something if you do because I joined the Amazon affiliate program. And so if you buy it through my website, you'll actually be helping me as well. So we're going to talk about holiday blues and how to make your own nut milk, honey, without stroking a thing. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Hello there. You know, over the holidays, we talk a lot about mental health. We talk a lot about um, family and togetherness. And yet there's so many people, myself included, that, oh, oh and look, you can see my tree, that um, over the holidays, we have a problem with loneliness. Now, I just read a statistic. 36 million people or 11% of America live alone. Um... I think that number is a little low, first of all, and and I don't know that that counts for unique living situations, but let's just go with it. So 11% uh, of people out there live by themselves. I am one of them. I mean, I live with Ember, but still, you know, no other human. Uh, and I have to tell you, of those people, probably half are very happy that way. My sister is... 
So not like me. My sister would happily live by herself in the middle of the wilderness uh, and never see people. She really is that kind of person. Uh, I, that would that would kill me. I, I would not, could not, in a plane, would not, could not, <laughs> I just wouldn't do it. Um, and so over this holiday season, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm trying to be festive. Uh, you know, the new year is approaching. Christmas has, you know basically come because if either it's literally come when you've listened to this uh, or uh, you've already done all of your shopping and you've done all of your you know your everything so for you it's pretty much over it's just open all that's left is the screaming um, and I'm trying to stay positive uh, for the new year even though the world is really trying to prevent that uh, but in terms of personal you know um, one of the reasons I'm recording this is because there's been a couple days this week that have been overwhelmingly lonely, where I uber fixate on Ember's health or my health, uh, or uber fixate on something because I'm just lonely. You know, Steve is at work, it's winter, there's not a lot of things to do outside because uh, it's cold. Um, I have a very limited group of friends here in Las Vegas uh, that can get together at various times throughout the day. Uh, I'm not working on any projects over the holidays. I did that on purpose. I'm not sure I like that. Uh, I, I said, no, you're not going to write any in the book. You're not going to call any editors or you're not going to, to, you know, I'm not going to call agents and all of that. You're just going to take up the holidays and you're going to holiday. Uh, and then hit the ground running in January. Um, so I, I don't know that that was a good thing, not really having, a, you know, I thought I'd watch a lot of screeners. I thought I would just spend a couple weeks just watching movies, doing my show, and hanging out with Ember. Uh, not a good idea, because if you do live alone, uh, idle time and free time can be, let me rephrase, if you live alone and you're one of the people that don't want to, then idle time and free time uh, can drag on forever. And that's happened to me a couple times this week where it was just the middle of the day. It was like noon. And I thought, oh my God, I mean, I'm so alone. And, there's a... and I know you all would say, go and go out somewhere. And yeah, yeah I, I live in Vegas. I could go be around a lot of people right now. But A, I don't know them. Uh, and B, that's not the kind of company that I want. You know, it's the holidays. I, I think all of us that don't like to live alone or, or live alone but, you know, wouldn't, would, would live with family if we could. Uh, I think that it's a two-edged sword. I think we get really joyous because we do hear from and see our family, but then it reminds us, you know, how alone we are. Um, I think a roommate situation or a living, I really think I should start a vegan bed and breakfast that has a stage somewhere, like a little attached arena that, or, or stage that holds 100 people, theater that holds. I need a theater that holds like 100, 150 people and right next door, a, a vegan bed and breakfast. That, that's my calling. So I could entertain and videotape in the theater and do all kinds of stuff in the theater and then have the, the vegan bed and breakfast. What a dream that would be. Uh, to have a theater that I owned, that I ran, where I booked acts and I was one of the acts and, and people came and it was fun and we broadcast online and had a huge following and it was, that'd be great, that'd be great. And then a vegan bed and breakfast. 
Ah, that would be lovely. Anyway, I digress. We were talking about mental health and loneliness. I was going to tell you how to combat it. Uh, the first is to get busy. Uh, doing this video uh, certainly helps. Uh, reach out to friends, although you're going to find that if it's during the day, a lot of them don't have time to talk to you. That's the other thing that my whole life as an entertainer, uh, you know, this, my schedule has been different my whole life. I've been an entertainer, like paid the bills being a writer and an entertainer since the late 80s, you know, with just independent gigs in between, you know, but no nine to five. I haven't had a nine to five in 40 years. Uh, well, about 35, right, Miss Ann? 35. 35 years I haven't had a nine to five job. I, and, I, and I own a house, so, you know. Uh, so it's really weird when you, when you are a person who, and I'm, I guess I'm speaking to some of you out there who not only live alone, but don't have nine to five jobs. Maybe you have jobs, you do things, but you're not, you don't go to an office. Maybe you work from home. Uh, you know, and yes, Ember wants me to give her more food. Uh, so that's what she's talking at. So for those of you that don't have a nine to five job or who have ret retired, perhaps, uh, this holiday and every holiday can be a challenge. So I'm interested to hear from you about how you beat loneliness. How do you beat loneliness? You know, <laughs> there's one way. <laughs> Have a little girl that barks at you all the time. That's one way to beat loneliness. Uh, right? That's one way to beat Yeah. She, she wants more food. See, she's, let me show you what she's barking at. Here, come here. Come with me. See, Ember gets two moist meals a day that I make, which is gourmet chicken and vegetables and stuff. And that equals two and a half ounces each time. And then she gets a third of a cup of her urinary tract diet that she, you know, is on. And then she gets treats that I make for her in her little bone treat maker, which I just made her pumpkin, what is it? Apple carrot treats last night. So when I eat, she eats. And we ate lunch. And she had her lunch, but she wants more. But look, that's got to be her dinner. So if I give her this now, come dinner, she'll be screaming at me. So what do I do? How do I appear? And there she is. Down, look at her. Do you see her down there, right there? Look at her. Just look at Do you see her? Do you see her looking at me like, do something for me? All right, here, have a little of that. But you're cutting into your dinner, I'm telling you right now. See, I sound like a parent, don't I? <laughs> I sound like a parent. Uh, you're cutting into your dinner with that snacking. Uh, and thank God I have her. And that's why I worry so much that one day, you know, that when I won't or, or that she's going to die prematurely or something. Uh, so ways to beat it. I'd like to hear from you. The experts tell us, A, get out and do something. Well, I've already run two and a half miles at the park, including up and down the hills nine times. Uh, I have already done 30 minutes of yoga. My laundry is in the dryer. I have cooked breakfast and lunch, cleaned up the kitchen, done the dishes, edited video for my friend Heath, edited video for me to post on social media. <laughs> I'm productive as hell, uh, but, uh, but lonely, but lonely. So I'd like to hear from you guys. Since 36 million people live alone, uh, if you're one of them, how do you beat the loneliness? And since it's the holidays where everyone's so joyous and maybe you're not joyous so much, uh, how are you beating that for New Year's? You know, how, how are you going to get rid of the holiday blues? I'd love to hear from you on that. And um, 
Any of you own a theater right next to a bed and breakfast? <laughs> I am Corell. Be who you want to be. It's London. Hurt anybody. Happy, happy holidays. Don't be lonely. You've got me right here. I am. I'm here for you all the time right here. Corell.com daily. You're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorell.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural segment, Things I Adore. You know, I talk about a lot of products on the show, and I love a lot of things in my kitchen especially. Uh, and some of you, you know, I go buy them very quickly, or you don't know what they are really or where to get them. And so I have decided here on the show that we are going to do the segment, Things I Adore. And these are products that I love. And then to buy them... All you have to do is go to my website, reallycorel.com, and click on Things I Adore, and they will be there with an Amazon affiliate link, which means I will get 1%. So for every $100 you spend, I get a dollar. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. It, it's something, and it's an easy way for you to get things that I love, uh, because a lot of things I love, you need. Now... I am not going to keep preaching to you about being a plant-based eater and a vegan uh, like you're stupid. If you don't know by now that you need to become a plant-based eater, then you're not only not paying attention to me, you're not paying attention to the world. Okay, so let's just go with the fact that either you are a plant-based eater right now or you're on your way to becoming one. You're in transition. You're trans. You're trans when it comes to food. How about that? Uh, so we're just going to assume that. Now, the very first thing, okay, is actual milk. Now, you use milk in recipes. You use milk in your oatmeal. Uh, you use milk in a lot of things. And I, myself, use milk and creamer. And I use many kinds because the beautiful thing about being a plant-based eater, you don't have to just get married to the cow, okay? You can, in fact... Uh, have other kinds, kinds that do in fact please you uh, more than others. Now, we're not going to talk about creamers today because creamers and milk are two different things. Uh, and I just want to tell you the obviously easiest way to get uh, plant-based milk is to buy a can of full-fat coconut uh, milk, uh, just, you know, like in the store, uh, and take one can of that, three cans of water, and bam. Now, I'm going to tell you about this wonderful device uh, named the Chef Wave, and this is my nut milk maker of choice. Now, I first started making nut milk with the Ninja, which is right over there, uh, and you had to soak the nuts overnight for 6 to 12 hours, uh, and then, of course, you got to mix it with three cups of water and then blend it all up and then strain it through a nut bag, and then you've got the leftover pulp. Uh, and while that's not that bad, it's not that hard to do, 
at the same time, it, it is a little, little, little tiny bit labor intensive. So then I got the almond cow. And the almond cow is pretty much just a picture with a, bl a blender that goes in a different way. You still have the pulp, but you don't have to strain the milk. However, none, neither the Ninja nor the almond cow can easily do my favorite milk of choice, which is soybean milk. And the reason for that is soy milk has to be heated. If you don't heat it, you're going to get terrible stomach and problems and gas and it can be toxic to some, uh, but for the most part, you would just get gastritis or a gastrointestinal problem uh, if you don't heat the soybeans before you make the milk uh, because of this chemical that, that's naturally in them. Now, edamame does not have that chemical. Edamame is picked at a different time uh, than the soybeans that you get in the store. Now, these are soybeans right here. See them? These are soybeans. Uh, I keep them in an old peanut butter protein jar because I'm big on reusing jars and things in my kitchen. So these are soybeans. You can get them dirt cheap, literally, like three bucks a bag uh, at any, any Asian market. And if you don't go to an Asian market, you should. You can also get these online at Amazon, a bag of soybeans, and a bag will last you a long time. By the way, the one advantage to making soy milk in a, a different way on the stove is you can actually make tofu and get soy milk as a byproduct, but we'll cover that much later. This is for people who want a quick, easy way, like this morning. This morning, I made all of this milk because I was out of milk and I didn't have to run to the store. I ran to my Chef Wave. So the Chef Wave is a self-cleaning, hello, uh, self-cleaning nut milk maker for all of your nut milk needs. Uh, and it heats up, depending upon which uh, cycle you choose, it heats up for the soy. That will do, uh, on, the, on the little thing here, the little uh, panel, it's got almond, macadamia, soy, oat, cashew, uh, and coconut. It will, it's got programs for all of those. And the beauty is it makes it in either 10 or 20 ounces. So it's got this backwater container here. You fill it up to there, right there, for 10 ounces and you fill it up to there for 20, and then you just literally set it and forget it like that old rotisserie TV commercial that Andrew used to love goes. So I'm gonna show you how easy it is to make soy milk. Soy milk, which has to be heated on your very own. And so once you get the Chef Wave, and they're about 199 to 249, honey, they pay for themselves. Don't buy nut milk in the store. If you read the ingredients, the first ingredient is water, uh, and nuts come like three or four down and they put oil in it, uh, usually sunflower oil. They put all kinds of chemicals in the nut milk in the store. You don't need that. You don't need anything but your nuts, honey, uh, and some water. And that's all you need. So uh, you can, in fact, make almond milk and no soaking of the nuts. Okay, you don't you don't got to soak your nuts if you make this with the Chef Wave. So you could do almond milk if you wanted to. You could do walnut milk if you wanted to. You could do cashew milk if you wanted to. Uh, and you could do macadamia. I find, oh, and, and many others, I find that the, the best one for cooking uh, and for baking is soy milk. Uh, and soy milk will also curdle if you put some um, apple cider vinegar with it in a glass, like you take a cup of soy milk and put a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, it'll curdle and it'll mimic buttermilk. 
Uh, so yeah, so cooking is all the way soy milk for me. So we're just gonna make 10 ounces because as you see, I made a lot. I'll show you how easy this is. So first you take your container uh, and you fill it up to the line that says 10 ounces. All right, the bottom part is for cleaning, the, the water that's at the bottom. Well, <laughs> like water could be at the bottom, but you know what I mean. That's up for cleaning, there's your 10 ounces. So you put that there. The other thing about this versus the other nut milk makers is that this takes a fraction, okay? A fraction of the nuts. To make it in the almond cow would take half a cup to more. Uh, and to make it uh, in the in the, in the Ninja or Vitamix, the same thing. This, watch this. So these are hemp seeds, hemp hearts, okay? I love hemp hearts. They're full of vitamins and minerals. I take them every day as well as use them in my milk. So about three quarters of a tablespoon, you're gonna to wanna to use about three quarters of a tablespoon. Just throw it right up top there. And then just take your soybeans, all raw, see, raw. I've already washed these, by the way. Uh, are just raw and fabulous. And look at that, a tablespoon. And that's too much, actually. I'm gonna use about, about three quarters of a tablespoon. So there you have that. Now, close this. Down here, you have your carafe. This is where your milk's gonna be. And you have this here. That's for the water once it cleans uh, itself. Alrighty. And so we're gonna put this here. By the way, I never use this. It just doesn't, <laughs> the only con, it doesn't really stay on there really well. So I just take it off because why bother, okay? Now, let me get the other camera here and show you how it works on top. <laughs> how a top works, okay? So, there's the milk I made. All right, so there's this. You hit start. As you see, a bunch of numbers appear there. And it's gonna ask you your volume. I'm doing 10 ounces. Soy milk is already blinking right there. Okay, you can hit select here to choose your other milk. And then you hit start. And what do you know? That's it. <laughs> You're like, what? That's it. That's all you have to do. Now in 11 minutes, 10 ounces of warm soy milk is gonna be right here. And because it comes out warm, you can make hot chocolate. All you have to do is put some cocoa and sugar in there. And then when the milk goes in, it mixes it up and you've got a 10 ounce hot cocoa right there, just bam, right in your milk maker. So it's right now heating the water, okay? Because soy, as I told you, needs to be heated. So it's heating the water right now, uh, and then it's gonna go through the process, and in 11 minutes, we're going to have some fabulous soy milk. Now, it's not silent, okay? It sounds like a blender. Uh, and so throughout the 11 minute process, you're gonna hear it whizzing about up here. Ooh, do I need to rinse that out? Nah, I will next. This is the only part you have to clean, this. Uh, and you can wipe down the inside of the blending part up here that's all. So Chef Wave, go to reallycorel.com and click on things I adore uh, or just email me and I'll send you the link and you can find your way to this marvelous Chef Wave. You can see the steam already coming out. This is how fast it heats it up. The steam is already coming out and up here on top, it's taking water from the back, superheating it, putting it in up here where you've got your soy and your hemp and it's gonna mix that about, whirl it about, and it's going to create nut milk. We'll check back with it in nine minutes 
and we'll see the fabulous, fabulous milk that we have made. And you can do this on your counter while you're doing other chores. You can do it at night, have fresh in the morning. If you have guests that come over and you run out of milk for whatever reason, you can just whip some up. And if someone has, let's say they can't eat almonds, but they can eat macadamia nuts, or they, can, or they prefer cashews or whatever, you can even make special small batches. And by the way, hemp seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds, all of that can go in here as well. Okay, so this is one of the things I adore. It's something that I could not live without. And we will come back in just a minute to see how this thing has done. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Okay, we are back. It has gone through its cycle. It has made the milk and it has cleaned itself. First and foremost, look at this delicious, fabulous, warm, steaming warm, just incredible soy milk. Just wonderful. Look at that. It's rich, it's creamy, it's delicious, and it's fabulous. Then, right here, you'll simply pull this out. Pull it out, baby. This is your used up water for cleaning. Uh, and by the way, you can water a plant with this, or you can just throw it out, or you can do other things with it. You can recycle it at will. I've already watered plants, so we'll just put that in there. And then all you would do is pop this open and just wipe this down. I know it says it's self-cleaning, but you know, you want to be sure that you get everything out and that you're not contaminating anything and that it's all good. And there's little blades in here, by the way. I'm not going to move the camera to show you, but just trust me. There's little blades in here, and just be sure you scrape any leftover stuff off that blade. If you do that, do you see how easy that was? We really did just set it and forget it, and now we have this beautiful nut milk, and you can do it with any nut, and it's really affordable when you think about in the store, it's like five bucks a half gallon, and this makes it for the pennies. Uh, so in the first year, it easily pays for itself. Uh, so enjoy your chef wave. I am Corel, be who you want to be, so I don't hurt anybody. Remember to get your very own, go to the, uh, go to reallycorel.com, R-E-A-L-L-Y-K-A-R-E-L.com, and click on things I adore. I adore them, but not as much as you. We'll see you on Friday. Mwah! Hey, it's Corel. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, 
I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.